I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to My Guy Mondays. I'm your host, Cabby Richards. The way this particular podcast works is I have three guests, and we'll talk about sports, and we'll talk about other stuff. So in this particular episode, Akil Augustine from NBA TV is in. Glenn Baxter, uh, formerly of Fashion TV, is in. And my friend Neil Scott is in to talk about random stuff. So we got a lot of sports coming up, um, and we do have a lot of pop culture. One thing of note, got to give props. I didn't get to do this last week, but a huge shout-out to Roy Halladay, who retired last week, and he signed a one-day contract to retire with the Toronto Blue Jays. I've only interviewed him twice in my career. And he was a little shy the first time, a little bit more out of his shell the second time. And they were four years apart, one to 2006, one to to 2010. He absolutely epitomized the term horse. Baseball players, baseball pitchers more specifically, get espoused to this adjective, horse. And he was just amazing. Two Cy Young Awards. Over 200 wins in his career, ERA just over three, and a great ambassador for baseball and the city of Toronto. So shout out to you, salute to you, sir, and salute to the producers and writers of HBO's 24-7. That series is amazing. My first taste of HBO 24-7 was the Floyd Mayweather-Ricky Hatton fight, I believe. Or maybe it was Pacquiao... Oscar De La Hoya. Either way, Liev Schreiber as a narrator is amazing, and the writing is so good. Like, the the HBO 24-7, the Leafs and the Red Wings series, it just makes hockey look so poetic, and it's unbelievable, and I'm happy that it's back. What a great series and a treat for sports fans. And lastly, someone needs to look out for Tony Romo. 23-point collapse in the in a game against the Aaron Rodgers-less Green Bay Packers. Two picks in under in the last 3 minutes of the game for Tony Romo. That's a tough. That's a tough Sunday and I know there are Cowboy fans out there who ride or die with Tony Romo. I don't feel your pain. Actually, I laugh at your pain. My Guy Mondays begins. It's his favorite day of the week, and these are his dudes. Time now for My Guy Mondays. Leading off My Guy Mondays, as he has in the past, from NBA TV, Akil Augustine. Welcome back, sir, into the studio and into this little booth where we talk about sports and stuff. Ah, I like it here. 
Yeah. Um. Okay. Before before we get into a basketball conversation, have you heard the Beyonce album? You you dropped some of it on me. I liked it. I liked it. So on our way over here to the studio, I don't know if this is weird or not, but weird. It's two adult males listening to the Beyonce album, and it's like it's not the radio. Like it was off of my iPod. You were fine with it, and yeah. I was fine with it, but I wonder no, if you like, threw a flag. You threw a flag because you called it out. So that's that's you the equivalent throw the of throwing a flag. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that word. Um, so, uh, so Beyonce. Okay, so Friday the thirteenth at midnight. Genius. She puts up an Instagram, uh, a, a post on Instagram, and her album is available on iTunes only. And you could only get the full album for fifteen ninety nine, which I clicked on the next day when RT was telling me about it at the Sixers game. We went to the Sixers game on Friday, and it it, it has fourteen accompanying music videos. I should just check my iPod to make sure that's there will that's, be there will be Harvard marketing courses taught on what. Beyonce and Jay-Z are doing right now. I know. Jay-Z, in the summertime, I think he released it on July 4th with uh, with Samsung. You download the app and you get the album for free. A million sold before the album dropped. Right. So you got it for free if you although, had a Samsung, which I, I have a Samsung, which I have one. I got the album for free. And then I think it was 72 hours later, then you can buy Magna Carta, Holy or, Grail. Or, or seven minutes later, you could download it. Okay, you could do that too. You could do that too. But okay, so the Beyonce album. So like, she is changing, like changing the game. Like, well, I don't know, cause I mean, what she's not changing it, cause I don't think everybody's capable of doing that. Not like everyone's gonna do it. Like, right, but do, she's like, but she's definitely one of what? Yeah, leading. Not not the first ever to drop a surprise album, but in this day and era, name some others, cause I can't bring it. Remember any today. A surprise record? Yeah, surprise. Um, I think Radiohead had one. Okay, well, yeah, I guess they would do that. that Hold seems on, up their alley. Radiohead had In Rainbows. Uh, I, th- I think Channel Orange. Yes, the oh yeah, the Frank Ocean album. I think it dropped uh, uh, a week before it was it was originally supposed to come out. I remember listening to that record. I was in Spain in twenty it, like at the to, I was doing I was in Pamplona. Uh, for the running of the bulls, and I was just killing Frank Ocean's Channel Orange the whole time I was there. I just went on long walks, listening to. <laughs> I'm telling you, listening to uh, um, uh, Pink Matter, and uh, I don't know what to make of that. Of the record of me, me walking around <laughs> yeah. Frank Ocean, or just like yeah, no, in in Spain, like, you know that's that because you're gonna uh, you're always gonna connect Frank Ocean to Spain and your trip to Spain to Correct. Frank Ocean. Now that is true. You realize this. That is true. Okay, so but that even that wasn't on the scale of what Beyonce did. No, because it, it 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 came out of nowhere, and I was gonna say like it didn't leak. This was on nobody's but that's radar. The only way for it not to leak, I think, right, would be, be for you to do it in such a manner. I guess I, I guess you know Beyonce did tease us months ago. She had a a song that Hit Boy produced that was just for the internets, which was bowed at the time it was called Bow Down. Now I believe it's called Flawless. But she was talking to Rihanna, Katy Perry, mm. like yeah. she's like, "Hey, Bana, I'm Queen B. Ah. All right, I am the Queen." Um, so this okay, so it's 17 videos. The album is like it's gonna hit like 600 thousand. Downloads. Um, 
da- like units moved in the first week, which will now, which will be her best-selling solo LP. I got to shout out uh, the track "Mine" with Drake, "Superpower" with Frank Ocean, uh, "Blow," which is my favorite song so far. It's like it's the most radio-friendly song on the record. Beyonce, you, you haven't. We only listened to like three songs on the way over I here. I liked. Can I say what I liked? You liked "Haunted," "Haunting." It was yeah, but I really liked. Her little thank you to her mom and dad, the little snippet from her, like when she was ten. Yeah, they yeah, took that yeah. Little sample. Yeah, that That's was nice. Sweet man. That's you gotta cool. honestly download the album because it's legit. Like that, you should definitely. I'm gonna go buy it. How, okay, wink, wh- wink. <laughs> you will, you will then, you will own it soon. I'm just gonna you borrow your iPod. Pharrell produced a song on it. Uh, this this guy named Boots is like all the, this dude that Jay Z found or worked on on Hov's record. Boots is all over. Um, uh, no the just blaze. The production credits, no Just Blaze. Dang. There's some Timberland, uh, so there's some of Justin Timberlake's uh, producers. I think Justin Timberlake helped co-write a song. It's uh, it's impressive music. And I like it so far. I've only heard the tip of the iceberg, but and the thing about, it sounded mature. It is because I'm an Alicia Keys type of guy. Like when I when it comes to be to like R and B for me and ladies, like you know, there's the Beyonce sound. It's very yeah tinny and very poppy and then there's what alicia keys is doing which is you know multi-layered in the storytelling and it's and, classic and it's soulful it's soulful they, okay this album is very much she stays in the r&b lane she doesn't make her sound isn't like the euro usher and neo it's not that She's sound not the rihanna. david getta sound yeah, the rihanna sound right That's it's cool. not that she stays it's like classic r&b and she's very sexual dude she is you, very you, yeah. open about her sexuality and like and sharing a lot, like she has one 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 line to open the record is, um, uh, "Let me sit on your lap" or or something like that. That's another how you and open another a record. Yeah, and another well, just yeah, and another song. She talks about making dinner for Hove, naked or half naked. Throw your diamonds up. Oh boy, and she talks about grinding on his on his wood. It, it's it's. Uh, Can you say that? She, was I just did. she said wood grain. She said wood grain. Wood, wood grain. grain. Wood grain. Wood grain. Surfboard. Wood grain. Surfboard. Surfboard. <laughs> I thought you said we we're good before we talk basketball. We've been here for like 20 minutes and we talked basketball. Okay, yet. we're going to talk about basketball. Oh, before we talk about basketball, I was just at Walmart uh, buying some Q-tips. And before I came who here. Who buys Q-tips? What do you mean who buys Q-tips? The technology is obsolete. It no longer works. It's no longer the best method. It never actually was even a method for removing gunk. It removes just the... You know the top layer. There's of, that thing of gunk now. around your ear. Of ear your gunk. wax. Ear gunk. I call it gunk because it's way worse than wax. Wax is tolerable. That stuff's not tolerable. Well, dude, what is in your ears if it's gunk? Guy, how often do you go, do you put Q-tips in your ears? I, mean, I don't use Q-tips. So what do you do to get it, all the stuff out? I haven't actually done anything yet. I don't seem to have a problem. It seems, but there is. <laughs> yeah, the problem is. <laughs> Festering in your friggin' inner <laughs> cavity. What I am about to do, and what I was suggesting you do when you had dropped the term Q-tips earlier, was there's a new product. It's kind of like a suction ball thing, and you put it in your ear and you, you use the air pressure, and then it pulls the ear. That must gunk. be so disgusting. No, having gunk in your ear is disgusting. Yeah, but then it's removing the gunk. Like it's already gross seeing it on the Q-tip. It's certainly if you have a buildup of like seven days. You're not nothing with the Q-tip. You're not. You're not. You're scratching the surface, literally. That's actually what you're doing. Well, I go deep. I almost go oh, to like the. Oh, the I almost go to like Pause. the. I go. Hold on. Can I get out of the I go to the. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I go <laughs> no, to but the. Don't use deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I go to the layer of my eardrum. Like that's I, I almost tickle the three bones that are okay, in my inner ear. Okay, I'm uncomfortable. Are you? <laughs> okay, so I should go find the suction. This is not the purpose Basketball. of my story. This is not the okay, hold on. I went to Walmart, and on my way out of Walmart, the only reason I stopped is because I saw this kid who looked like he was 18 years old, years old and he was looking at the board with the board of like missing people, which they have it. Like it's like the should community I board. Should I see if his work made it? No, but I'm like, have you ever stopped to look at this board of missing people? You would, you would like to think you have maybe. No, have you case. personally? Have you? I personally looked at the board of missing people. Yes, That's what. Yes, I have. No, have you? Not in Walmart because I don't go to Walmart. I mean, I've watched. Um, what's that show called? America's Most Yeah, I'm sure you have. No, Dude, that's an American show. Bo- you're not wa- you're not watching that one. They don't okay, so locally, They're not trying to find a ten year old boy in Kingston, Ontario. Locally missing people? I do. Cause I take the train and they always have those signs on the train display missing since way too long ago. No, they, on they the do. TTC? I do. You don't see. You're I'm, no. I'm on the train. You're too busy listening to Frank Ocean and your beats to, to <laughs> even notice what's going on around you. But I'm telling you, real talk. When I'm on the train, I always notice because there's a couple of them that I've been seeing for years, and it hurts my heart, honest truth. But there's a couple of the pictures I've seen for years that are still on there. So I have seen it in your face, Cabral. No, listen. Get off my back, man. I was on the train like a few days ago. I didn't see any of that. I take the, I take the Bloor train. Okay, this is gonna sound a little inside baseball because we are talking about Toronto. What's but inside baseball? Just like it's like it too inside like. Uh, oh, our world of. No, like too, too, too much of an inside story. Okay, that's what that's what inside I refer. Base. I don't yeah. know baseball, so the reference. Okay, so you see, you don't, you don't look at the board. I looked no. at the board. I looked. This is the first the time I've ever looked at the board. Okay, just you're a worse person than I. That's all. Yeah, this is true. Get, get I don't go. I don't go to the post office. So I, I think those things office? used to be on post offices. There would be a board, like a community board, where those, these kind of things would be seen. Uh huh. But I don't go to the post office anymore. Mm-hmm. Although I do buy stamps because I do like to send cards. Thank you cards and cards. You thank cards? Thank you cards. Oh, I thought you were thanking cards. Like, oh, thank you cards. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I mean, never mind. You're never going to get that one. <laughs> You're right. I'm not. Uh, so missing. You know who's missing? Rudy Gay's missing. Oh, Rudy so Gay. Not, is that it? Is that the end of your of the whole Well, cuz I wanted to know if you Walmart. Yeah, I wanted I to know if you looked at the board. The the point was I stopped to look at this board only everybody, because the kid in front of me stopped to look at the board. Listen, everybody, pause. Let's all stop and thank Cabby because he <laughs> looked at the board for once in his life. Listen. Did you notice anything? No, Did I just... Did you take anything no- away from the experience? No, I Did didn't know... Did you note that person? No. Well, then... I'm sh- yeah, so Rudy Gay. Listen, I know that it exists now, so the next time I go to Walmart or go to Sears or whatever, I will... Well, it's, not, it's, it's in Sears, too? It might be. I don't know. That would be weird. Why? Shopping and like. There are literally thousands of people that go to Sears so that you'd want it to be in an area where there's a lot of foot traffic so people could take a look at the board. I I would put it in the McDonald's. Okay, McDonald's. Okay, another one. I would put it on the trays of the McDonald's. They should put missing people on, you know, like the picture of the lining trays for your. Of course, at the fast food joints. Yeah. Yeah. There, boom. I just solved missing. I'm not going to take credit for that. That would be a nice gesture for some big company to do as a way to give back. It's like because that's where everyone is. At McDonald's. I'm a Wendy's guy. And I love A&W only because two burgers are always on sale for either five, six, or seven bucks. And I always get with the special. And just don't put any bacon on it. I murdered two matzo burgers like on Friday. <laughs> two burgers? Guy, look at this. Look at me as my size. I'm a 100 more pounds than you. Easy. What are you? What are you? 138? Oh. 
What are Why you? do I come and do this show? Every time it's something different. What are you? Are you under 130 short? pounds? Are you under 130 pounds? How am I 130? Are you looking at me? I'm diesel, first off. I don't know if you guys know this. To be a I radio, know this is an audio diesel. medium, but you can see Akil Augustine on NBA TV first in Canada. Off, man, I, first off, I'm 165. No way. That's not even not a my playing weight from playing Scarborough Thunder football. So what do you mean you know? Russell <laughs> weighs more than fat. So when you look at me, everything's all streamlined, but it's dense and it's tight and there's a lot packed in there, bro. It's deceptive. It is deceptive. By by deceptive, mean you're lying. That's what you mean. <laughs> it's deceptive. It's a not truth. Okay, whatever. Anyways. Rudy Gay is missing and the Raptors have won three is that out of four you're games. Is that the two together? The now I am. People? That's the okay. segue. That's oh, the segue. I love, I love it. That was a lot of work for one segue. And speaking of work, uh, the Messiah, mm. Masai Ujiri has been putting a bad in work. reputation now. Why? What do you mean? Because his deals are so good that everybody's looking at it like he's walking away with the best of the deal. You know, like it's dangerous because I was reading a couple articles and everyone's like, oh, you've got to be weary of dealing with Masai. And it's like, I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but, you know, people out there saying, oh, man, he's getting the best of people. Maybe that's why James Dolan doesn't want to do certain things. I don't know who James Dolan is listening to. I think it's Isaiah Thomas. But, man, the Knicks are abysmal. The Brooklyn Nets are abysmal. Abysmal. Look that one up. I'm just saying. So what do you? So <laughs> if if teams are afraid or weary of dealing there, with, because I'm reading it. So there is a perception. But that's what they're saying. Some people are putting in it into the universe. It. Yeah, the, the writers in New York are writing about it. Listen, they got rid of Rudy Gay. They got rid of uh, uh, Bar- Barnani's contract last that year. Was th- that's those are great moves. Saving no a lot matter, of money. No matter what direction you're you're going in, I buy that. You're buying into that. Yeah, because DeMar already had shown that he was a lead guy and you wanted to put him in that position. Were you were you surprised that in Kobe's return to the Los Angeles Lakers, yes. he picked the opponent, the Toronto Raptors, which on paper... He didn't pick the Raptors. What do you Everyone's mean? Everyone's going like, oh, Kobe picked the Raptors. Why? What he do you mean? He oh, had picked like, that like, game. Oh, hey, David Stern, listen. Uh, man, my leg he feels good. He doesn't got to call David Stern. What? My leg feels good, so I'm okay. Fine, David Silver or Adam Silver. My my leg feels good. I need the Raptors in town. That's not Kobe doesn't need to tell anybody at the about, league office. He came about when he came about. He they just have to announce it one hour before the game if he's coming off the injury reserve. No, but originally, listen, and I, hey, I'm a Lakers fan, so I know. Originally, all expectations were he was coming to play on that Friday. And then I guess the Sacramento. Thurs- yeah, and then the Thursday during practice, there was a little bit of soreness. They kept him out for a bit. And he said, you know what? Let's let this thing, you know, simmer they- down, simmer down now. Listen, this is why he picked the Toronto Raptors. Uh, the Can- conspiracy theorists. It's not a conspiracy theory. Rule the airways. Go. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. His first game back in the NBA, you have to have a soft landing because oh. you don't know what to- he didn't know what to expect from his body and he didn't know like, what to expect from like his performance. Okay, fine. I don't buy it. Okay, I'm going to let you continue to finish your thoughts. The soft it. landing is within the cozy confines of the Staples Center okay, in so it was Los Angeles. Home game then. So he was going to come back. We got to pick the right game. opponent, dude. He's not going to come back on Christmas Day against the friggin' Miami Heat. The def- two-time defending NBA champion Miami Heat. He's not going to play against the OKC Thunder. Like he's got to come back where it's a safe place to land. Toronto Raptors. I'm not dissing the Toronto Raptors. You actually are. How do you know? How do you think you're not dissing the Toronto Raptors by saying that? Okay, no, I am kind of dissing the Toronto Raptors. No, you're right. You're right. You showed me the error of my ways. <laughs> I, it just it was it was strategic and 
ultimately it didn't work I out. I never say that. Those are my people, man. It's I, I'm Raptor people. I know I, you're Raptor people. people too. So that's the, but I'm telling you, man, Kobe was gonna come out Friday. It works out, and you know what? Here's the thing too. I think there's a little bit of sensitivity. People always want to pick this sad story. Stop picking the sad story. It's like, oh, Kobe picked us. Like, say, oh, oh, we got to watch Kobe. Like, don't play the victim role, guys. Come on, man. Like. That's just bad energy around the team. Uh, and shout out to Amir Johnson, who had a career night. My, My guy, man. Amir, what? Yeah, that's not one of our guys. Yeah, Amir Johnson is from California. Uh, I think he's from East L.A. Demar is West from... Westchester High School. Demar is from California. Both Captain. guys, had, they had, like, big 30-point games. So shout out to them. So the Raptors, 3-1. and one. I went to that Philly game, and, uh, you, know, the, you know, the thing with the team is, like, it's the it's the third quarter and the fourth quarter. They seem to just want to give away the game. Think you know they did win, one hundred eight to one hundred. That's been their bugaboo, yes. Yeah, the bugaboo. That's a, that's a that's a Caseyism. I've been hanging with my man. I like Casey. My bugaboo. That's that. like that's a isn't that a, a Destiny's Child song? Yeah, but he says that a lot, so I've kind of picked it up from him. He says that. That's one of our bugaboos. I always point it out to him. Those are Casey. What does he have a toddler at home? Like how do you even he come does, up with? Actually, does he in real life? He has a daughter. She's cool. So what do you make of, I mean, okay, you mentioned conspiracy theories, and obviously the, the big one is rigging for Wiggins or, you know, Tank or, yeah. or whatever. Um, do you think that is at all at play? Since you're around these grown men all the time who and have pride. and It's impossible to lose a basketball game on purpose. Well, I mean, I can't say it's impossible, but the way I look at the way these professionals approach the game, I can't, like, first off, you see how DeMar feels after these losses? I don't think there's anyone in the in, in the locker room who's got more of a say in pulling guys along and directing the direction of the team than DeMar DeRozan. And when he's taking it that tough, there has to be a trickle-down effect. So I can't see them doing that on purpose. You see, losing affects people, man. I'm telling you. It affects the reporters if it's a bad season. It affects the team if it's a bad season. I, I've, I've been lucky enough to work in the NBA for a few years, and I've been, I've been on in some seasons where there haven't been a lot of winning. And it's not fun. It's not fun for the fans so they can say certain things. But no one's out there trying to win, on a day, trying to lose on a day-to-day -day basis. It's impossible. You may put yourself in a situation to get better via the draft. That's, that's Evidently, you want to do that. But no one's... And the thing is, a lot of times you'll hear guys come out, like Krzyzewski Sh will make a quote or something like a quote, where they'll say how preposterous it is if you're actually trying to win. And people are like, oh. You mean you're actually trying to tank or you're actually trying to win? How yeah, preposterous is it to actually try to tank? Yeah. And then the media will go off on, on that comment and be like, oh, we see what's happening. No, some teams are really bad. You had a Nets team that was really bad. But we were talking about that Nets team that almost broke the record for losses. Yes. We weren't talking about them tanking. We are talking about them being bad. So, you know, some teams are bad. You're not always tanking if you're a bad team. I'm not saying this team's bad. But there's a difference. If someone's out there purposefully tanking, it would be evident. Evident in the product on the court. I can't see what's been going on on the court out there, especially the way Coach Casey's been coaching, Tamar's been playing. I can't see that. Okay. Uh, Charles Barkley was, uh, I saw an interview he did with Rachel Nichols, and she's got a show on CNN. I love Rachel Nichols. And uh, hey, shout out to I'm I am sometimes professionally jealous of she's Rachel good, man. of her access to LeBron. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like the, the one that, on ones. Yeah, she's had several. Several. She just did a thing with Tiger Woods. Like so, so 
in my professional jealousy, I do have a lot of respect for Rachel Nichols. Anyway, in this er- interview with Charles Barkley, he just rips. He just rips how bad the Eastern Conference is. Yes, and it's bad. It is. Are you agree? Do you agree with Charles? That's- I don't. I- it's not for me to agree. Look at the paper, bro. <laughs> the paper said I think there was like three one... teams above 500, and one of the teams is the Hawks. The Hawks. Who is the best freshman in college basketball right now? Oh, I thought you were going to say ever. No, um, not ever. Right now, the best one? The best one would... See, I don't know, because it's so weird. I'm going to go with Jabari Parker. He's the best one right now. I want to say Andrew Wiggins because he's my guy. He's my guy too. Oh yeah, I saw that Kansas game. He he had a career high twenty six, but they lost to uh, who were they playing the other day? I was watching it and I was uh, he hit some big three pointers. Uh, they they fall they fall into six and three. But um, Jabari Parker Duke yes is your dude. Well, really the problem he he reminds me of uh, what's the problem? Nothing. The problem for defenders is in, in that context is he reminds me of Carmelo Anthony when he was a freshman. The body, the skill set in the body is really rare because we rarely used to get a chance to see guys like that before that one-year college rule. Like, a guy like that would, like, it's very rare. Jabari Parker is a rare body because he's just got a big, bad body, that, but he could do everything. He's like a huge Paul Pierce. What, yeah, Anthony. weren't you saying Paul Pierce, more Paul Pierce than, it's interesting here you say Carmelo, but I remember you saying Paul Pierce. Like, he's not, he doesn't have any muscle tone. No, but not, Car- not any. Carmelo? Yeah, Carmelo's got What's some, but weird. not like Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce doesn't look like he, and he has any muscle definition, but he's like deceptively athletic. Pull up a picture of Car- Carmelo Anthony wears armbands to cover up his arms. Yeah, because he's got tattoos on his sleeves. No, because he got no muscles on his arms. No, those compression sleeves, they don't uh, have They a... compress the arm to make it look like it's a muscle. <laughs> Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony has... is one of them. He's the same. He's a bad body guy. I'm not saying he's not as bad body as Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is my all-time best bad body guy. <laughs> <laughs> like him and Shaq, they're Who the best are, bad body players. No, Shaq in Orlando was like no, that, that's lean. a different body. That is a different body. You, then you, the three hundred fifty pound, like two thousand four, LA Lakers yes. Shaquille O'Neal, the, the that Shaq, fat one. The Shaq that broke his own toes by standing up. <laughs> Serious, that's real. He did that. What do you mean? There's a story that he that one of the problems because he had to sit out a bunch of time was he broke his toe. He had broken toes because he just couldn't support the weight. That's not true. I don't know. I'm willing to. I'm willing to support that one. That's not. That's not true. Like you don't break your toes. Like <laughs> just because it, it's your feet toes. that support your weight, not he your probably, toes. He's probably, he's probably shooting free throws on his toes. Yeah, right. Snapped. I remember when he did get injured that year. He's like, I got injured on company time. I'm gonna recover on company time. So he didn't get the surgery in the summer. He he got the surgery when he was back with the Lakers <laughs> during the season. That affected his conditioning. And then the Lakers got beat by the Detroit Pistons uh, 4-1 in the finals. And Kobe was hella pissed. And that was the end of the Kobe the and Shaq era. Yeah. Gotta love it. Kobe, hey, I remember hey, Kobe Kobe and Derek Fisher were crying in that. Uh, I remember those You, you don't get tears. a chance like that. You That's don't true. get a chance like that. Like Penny, I was watching that Penny doc that they did the other day. And, and he's just talking about, man, that, you know, like. For him to just taste, he would have Penny put, Hardaway. Yeah, and okay, he I haven't seen this documentary. He would have. I think it was an interview about his friend that took over his team. He's got a really cool story. It's uh, E60 right now. Oh, okay, but he said he. Can you speak into the mic, please? Shut up. Okay, Listen, go. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you'd rather not have been so close and tasted it, you know, than having to go through having it taken away. Because who you talking about, Penny Hardaway? Yeah, like he, he. Oh was yeah, the they biggest, went ninety five. They no, went. They got also, swept by Houston in his second year in the league. He was first team All NBA. Like he how was, rare is that? Yeah, he was a bad man. Like first team. That means the first five players they're picking, 
out of a 300-man league. You're in your second year out of Memphis. You're the third pick. You've already made it past the two guys you were drafted ahead, and now you're with Jordan. Yeah. In 1995, All-NBA first team, Anthony Hardaway, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, who Mm -hmm. was the MVP that year, Mm -hmm. Carl Malone at Mm -hmm. the four, Scottie Pippen, Mm -hmm. your three, and David Robinson. How many of those guys in the Hall of Fame? All of them. None. Except for Anthony Hardaway? Except for the, the one guy. Yeah. You know, he tasted that. Like, he was that good where it's like he's with those guys. And then they're your second team, all NBAs, Grant Hill, oh. Sean Kemp, Ooh. Hakeem Olajuwon, oh. Gary Payton, Damn. John Stockton. Hmm. Let me, and I'll, just, I'll just go to the third. I'll go to the third team, all NBA in 1995. Charles Barkley. Yes. Juwan Howard. Really? Mm. Reggie Miller. Oh. Yes. Shaquille O'Neal. Blasphemy. Yes. How's he on the third team? It's 95. I don't know. And Mitch Richmond. Run really? TMC. Man. That used to be my my uh, fantasy basketball team name for for a good four or five years. Run TMC. Really, Akil Augustine. Yeah. Thank you very much as usual yeah, for passing man. through, and um, you guys could see him every day on NBA TV. You can I know on 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 the bell bell it's fifteen. I think I go to fifteen thirteen. It's ninety six on Rogers or. 96, aren't you in the HD channels? It's got to be in the 4 or 500. It's 4.11 and it's 5.11, I think, or 4.13 and 5.11. Yeah, don't you have HD? I do. So why are you listening to the SD channels? Well, I'm giving everybody the options. I want the people to have access. What if they got SD, man? We can't be we can't be elitist. And if you are an American listening, first of all, thank you. Second, Secondly, you, you have no to, idea who I am. You can go to Raptors.com. <laughs> Your stuff's yeah. on Raptors.com, yeah. right? Hey, also, can I just say, Cabby's going to be on the Hangout on Thursday. I will be on the Hangout on Thursday. After years and years of poking <laughs> and prodding, I finally got this guy to come down and bless the set, so make sure you tune in if you got an NBA TV Canada Thursday. When is the when is the hangout on? What's it's the, Thursday. It's Thursdays. NBA TV Canada airing, premiering at five o'clock, and it repeats a bunch. So you can definitely check it out. We're working on getting it online, and when that rolls out, that's going to be real big and fun for us. Thank you, sir, for blessing us on My Guy Mondays. It's his favorite day. What could make Cabby feel this way? My guy. My guy. Talking about my guy Mondays. Back on my guy Mondays, Neil Scott. Welcome, sir. Good day, sir. Um, did you just swallow your gum? Yes, sir. Hundred percent, I do that. You're an adult all the time. And the funniest thing you're about an adult it, though. Since I was probably, you know, fourteen, people have been telling me it's bad for me. And look at me now. At, <laughs> wait, at 14? Dude, I've, I've been hearing that since I was like seven. Yeah, that you shouldn't yeah. swallow gum. Certainly not pink gum because yeah. it looks like the inside of your body, which is pink yeah. flesh. What, you think my body's confused right now? With all the poisonous stuff I put inside myself, that is the worst <laughs> thing I think my body. If it's like, this is the, I have this theory too about getting gaining weight. Like everyone's like, well, you got to eat better. You got to work out more. And because I've been hurt, it's hard for me to work out. I just need my stomach to work harder. All those things in there work harder. It's like free rent down there. <laughs> like just work harder. Work harder to break things down yes. and, 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 and get, you know, and have your kidney process what it needs to process. It's yeah. really you need your kidney to work harder because I yeah. think your kidney uh, filters out all the garbage in your system and, you, and then, you know, and your intestines works it out and they pull the nutrients from whatever and then the rest of it, you know, yeah. you say peace to. 
every yeah, day. Or even a tapeworm, like something. <laughs> Just think of the time we would save. We started hot yoga, and we can say that as I men. Went, I went the other day. Oh, did you go? Because yeah, we I, still have we still have time. Dude, I have, tw- I have twelve more sessions. I, I paid two hundred fifty bucks <laughs> that for three se- two sessions that I went to. We bought this pack, and it was like a bit. You want to know how long we go? We bought the pack. It was on family day because I bought it. And we split it. <laughs> yeah. And I used a bunch, and then I got hurt. And they're like, "Where's your friend?" I'm like, "He lives right down the street." <laughs> I literally live three blocks from this hot yoga studio, which is has a ninety. Three to seven percent ratio men women to men. That should be my motivation to go. Is just to ob- observe and to appreciate the female form. But yeah. I'm not that much of a creep show. I am a creep show, but not that much of a creep show. And we are the worst people at yoga, like by far. <laughs> we are just sweat. Like we walk in, it's hot yoga, and thirty seconds in, it's like I honestly feel like I have a two liter bottle of sweat dripping off of me. I don't know how to do the moves, I, and I'm <laughs> always really. I don't know if this happens to you guys listening. Uh, but for the men listening, you know, if you're not yoga experts, if you're novices like we are, I just I'm always looking around to see how other people are doing the moves and then the breathing. I don't want to make any noise, but like high yoga for those who haven't gone to it, it's just, you know people are breathing audibly and it's you know you got to clear your 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 spirit out or whatever yeah. and some people pant there's certain exercises where you like kind of yeah. pant and work your diaphragm or diaphragm as i like to say um and i don't want to draw any attention to myself because i'm so bad at it <laughs> yeah. so i try not to make any noise <laughs> but mean, anyway I, I went recently i, I, I went like say, this this past week i have the exact same and the other thing is it's like watch your breathing monitor your breathing and I never do that because I'm just, I've been doing it so long without anybody watching it. I don't want to get involved with that. Like, yeah. they're like, B- watch your breathing, deeper breaths. And I'm like, geez, just get to the move. Yeah. And I'm dying. <laughs> and, and everyone's my... so calm. And there's tons of ladies in there and nobody speaks. So the, if anyone thinks you're going to meet girls, speaks. yeah, you never meet. And there's always that one instructor. There's a couple that always get us and holds pauses, uh, poses for like, 10 to 15 seconds longer than humanly possible and we're already struggling to just be in this pose yes i I struggle in warrior two and warrior two is basically like a lunge you're in a lunge and like and then my my body starts to shake and my core sucks because i'm fat and uh it's just it's just it's just a mess downward dog he's like rest here i'm like i'm dying yeah yeah like the downward dog is like uh you're kind of in a uh, like a triangle, like the base is the ground, and your yeah. body is sort of like uh, the top and part of a triangle. Down V is exactly how we're supposed to look, and I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, dude, get to the next one. Yeah. I'm struggling. And then there are always those like those like rock star, like it's like the equivalent of a guy in the gym who just wears like cutoffs and walks around with a be- like yeah. a big juice monkey, and he's got like, and he's just ripped and he's jacked. The equivalent of that guy in the gym that grunts and wants people to notice him while he's you know he's curling 100 pound dumbbells is the guy at hot yoga who does it shirtless i freaking hate that guy and he's got a pretty good body (laughs) yeah it's spandex and like there's i don't know what the one pose is called but you you stand on one leg and you can extend your other leg it looks almost like a karate kick and you grab your toes and guy has unbelievable balance and core strength i freaking hate that guy i i hate him for a million reasons other than he doesn't use any of the the straps or the bricks that mean you have to like, yeah, you gotta go yeah, in for we gotta lay down like the mat the towel we have a bottle of water and still mine's plastic so I'm the ra- last guy like they don't no one likes me for that I have to get like four bricks to help me this guy just comes in and just starts breathing <sighs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's gross. <laughs> and then he's the guy beside me with his leg right right here. Yeah, you know, that day when it's packed, that Saturday morning. Yeah. It's so good that you want I want to go again, but I'm still hurt, but ah, oh, what a workout. We'll get after it. Uh an emotional and mental workout that we both experienced was watching the Victoria's Secrets fashion show. Yes. Which was um awesome. And um shout out to uh Dutson or whatever you say her name, she's pretty dope. And but shout out to like Adriana Lima, who's top five dead or alive. She's just legit. My favorite set was the Parisian Knights set, and I and like it kind of sucks for like the um and and like the pink, the pink uh, portion that set of the show is like where they have I, I I said this on Twitter. It's like their um their first round draft picks. Yeah. So like nobody n- really knows who these these uh, women are, but they're like they're the draft picks. They're like the new the new blood, like the rookies. Yes. And they never get their names on screen. They don't get like the the fun feature where you know they're you know they're on the on the sand or oh Adrian Lima does ki- you know yeah. boxing to work out and that's so they don't get any of that. They just get they get to appear. Yeah. In the in the show, but you don't get to know who they are, yeah, which kind of which kind of it's nice, but no, it's it's like nice to get that honor, but it sucks because no one knows what, you, what your name is. But they are still a Victoria's Secret model. Like, yeah, that's, and I'm, that's it. Right? I'm like, tired I don't of Adam Levine too. I'm tired of Adam Levine. Yeah, I, like and, we and, get it. You date models, like like I beat it, was, it already. I okay, thought it was terrible. And it, so I'll go on record, and everyone can call me out on this. My first one I've ever watched, start to finish. It's it, which is because you never make it past the first day. You're just like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> They're too hot. <laughs> I'm too disappointed that I'm not going to meet these girls. But there's nothing worse than seeing this guy. And I'm not a fan of him. And I'm like, it's not be- because he won. Uh, what he just won, sexies. I could care less. But. And You're not like a fan of gr- his music, Moon oh, Five's music. Terrible, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but then he's like, she comes out, his wife or his fiance, and he's like blowing kisses, and I'm like. Were you shocked she came out? You knew she did. This is what she does. And you come out, and you're blowing her kisses, and I'm like, it looks so. It's like geeky high school. Like you're playing a sport, and your girl's there. Like that's how I felt about it. And he's supposed to be the sexiest man in the world, or whatever award he won, and he was doing that. And I'm like, ah. And Seal used to do that too. He used to do all crazy antics when his girl walked down the catwalk. What? Really? I yeah. don't remember that. I don't remember ever seeing Seal at a Victoria's Secret fashion show. I don't know what 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 didn't his girl? Well, Heidi Klum was like one of the baddest chicks ever. Yeah, She's so maybe legit just, top five dead or alive. So maybe she was just like on the runway of somewhere. He used to be at shows. This I was upset about the fact that the other times I did tune in, it was Kanye and Jay Z. Like yeah. the the band is terrible. I'm not oh, a fan uh, of those what's guys. uh, who's the band again? Ugliest uh, not, sin not too. Some Isn't that a, yeah, but <laughs> you're not supposed to be looking at the dudes for like. I'm not looking at the dudes. I just go, I go. None of these guys, because I think musicians. Not that there's not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, but no, like your your eye, your focus is on the women and the clothes. Well, yeah, the women I just said for the Adam dudes. Levine is all right looking. I guess. <laughs> no, <but> you just <laughs> you said he was recognized. I think it's People Magazine that does sexiest yeah. man alive. I think that's the that's yeah. I'm not above saying a guy is good. I could care less. But those guys are terrible. I mean, and I always think. Singers Pete went. What's the name of that group again? Uh, it's Fall not some 40 fallout boy. Yeah. yeah, it was terrible I was like I was expecting better band or something like you know, like uh, not a big deal But but they've had they've had Rihanna. They've had Bieber. They've had Kanye and Jay-Z like how where can you and I think they've had Carrie Katy Perry before like what do you well, go they had Taylor there? Swift? So that's big. but they could have had another big, big I mean, if that's the biggest band we got left, then we got trouble with music. I mean, like, there's got to be... R. Kelly, I just saw him on Jimmy Fallon, and he is creepy as anything, but his album is unbelievably good. You you bought it? You got the album? Oh, yeah. I get that, really? that Beyonce. I'll get that right. I thought that was amazing with Beyonce. I know we're bouncing all over right now, but 
R. Kelly went on Jimmy Fallon with a uh, opera mask. That like a happened. fan of the opera <laughs> mask? And there was two girls beside him playing uh, the violin, and he had a girl on his lap, and he was pretending, like, and he had the bow, like he was playing her like a violin. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and then two chains came up, and I'm like, at least have that guy. That, like, I was like, what am I watching, man? And the girl's doing ballerina. He is so creepy, but he's he's. he's I think he's a phenomenal singer. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a great producer, uh, and uh, he's he's 46. I saw him the other day in a photo. Um, uh, I think uh, the Breakfast Club, a radio station in New York. I think it's Power 105.1. Charlemagne, who's one of the on-air personalities, he has a thing called Donkey of the Day. And one of his donkeys of the day was R. Kelly, who was wearing like a backpack. He was, he was, he was dressed like a 15-year-old kid in uh, somewhere in Illinois. Like he, that, but he's a 46-year-old man. You, I read somewhere about him. All he wanted to do was play pickup basketball and eat at White Castle, and I think that was the actual chain he said. And he just, <laughs> and I'm like, it's like great. Like we need Chappelle to come back and do a skit on this guy because it's like Prince well, and all the, those things. He where, did, he did the the uh, like the best, one of the best skits ever was on Chappelle show about R. Kelly, which oh. I don't want. It's like it's a little too. Oh yeah, Racy well he went on this. Twitter, didn't he? Like a week ago or two weeks ago, and he was going to talk to fans. And for 15 minutes, he he was on for less than an hour, maybe half an hour. Who, Chappelle or R. Kelly? R. Kelly, and everyone just was attacking him on that 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 major story about him out there. <laughs> I want to quickly get to this Beyonce thing. I I, I meant I spoke about it earlier with um, Akil, and I did yeah. get to this point. So Beyonce drops this this album, no promo, just yeah. on her Instagram, and. Um, with videos. With videos, which yeah. is insane. Like production budget must have been crazy. I was reading that Lady Gaga's production budget, her promo budget was $25 million. And her her album sold 258,000 units in the first week, which was less than Katy Perry's record. Yeah. Around the same, Katy Perry was like 260 or maybe 270. Mm -hmm. And another one of her contemporaries, um, similar numbers. But, tw but Beyonce, no promo, Mm -hmm. Is approaching six hundred thousand units. It's for brilliant. zero dollars. Zero dollars. And Lady Gaga, I guess, is on the. And we could say this. We actually saw her together. How we crazy did. is we that? Did. It was actually a pretty good show. It was, but uh, that was before she. We, we were one of her last shows before she did her hip. She's like my dad. She has to get a plastic hip. She has a plastic hip. Yeah, she had that. Well, maybe not a, uh, a replacement, but she had hip surgery. Oh, I which didn't I know. Can that. Imagine that must be terrible, but. It, we were we were out, so I think that album got released when we were out that night. Because what the, the Beyonce? Yeah, was it Thursday night? Oh yeah, it? no, it was it was uh, we were out. Yeah, it was uh, Friday the thirteenth midnight. So yeah. so we're like Friday Thursday. the the twelfth yeah. at midnight, which then became Friday so the thirteenth. So we're out. I wake up, so you know I did see a few things on like Twitter and stuff about it, and then wake up and it's gone crazy, and nobody knew about it. Yeah. I, it's like, like it's shocking brilliant. that it didn't leak, and it's shocking who she. She has Drake, Jay Z, oh, um, Frank brilliant. Ocean has Pharrell production, Timberland production, T Timberlake. It's, it's a it's a star studded album. I was talking about it earlier. It's it's, uh, it's so impressive. Bigger than Madonna, she's gonna be. I I just I, I'm her you know. fifth studio album. It's a monster, and Gaga's album for third for 25 million dollars is a, a total flop nobody's nobody's checking for art pop and anymore. you know the first thing is gaga must be on the way down which i know nothing about music but this is just my like i get that feel but her song she did i think it's with r kelly 
It actually is legit. I like oh, yeah. That uh, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, but it's actually not bad. I was like, yeah, because you listen to Lady Gaga stuff, I think it's terrible. But I was like, no, this is okay. <laughs> it's called Do What You Want. Um, so, is that what it is? Yeah, that's that's what the song's called. Uh, quickly, just let's just segue to uh, the World Cup. We didn't. I didn't get to get to the World Cup. Um, mm-hmm. And um, the draw came out a few weeks ago. And, I again, I just want to shout out. I just need to shout out um, Fernanda Lima, who <laughs> was the host you love that girl. Yeah, <laughs> she um, she's she's bad as hell. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna just get, I'm gonna give her a, a legit standing ovation. <laughs> Semi standing. Oh, I I stood. <laughs> yeah, I was I was 100 percent at attention uh, <laughs> even on that day, uh, watching the World Cup draw. And um, what do you mean the Cirque du Soleil where they announced the soccer teams? That was like the last thing. It was like dude, a it's, a, it's television. Show, the man. whole world is watching. You got to make it a production. It's all about the pageantry yeah. these days, man. You know, we did she the one that dropped the ball? Was she? The yes, one? yes, she yes. Was? She's an she actress. Does have a, a flaw? A, that's if that's her hands. flaw. Boy, <laughs> it's hard to be a hundred. Um, uh, she's an actress, a model, TV host, and uh, bad as hell. Okay, quickly, group of death. Uh, is it? United States Group D, or sorry, excuse me, uh, Group G, with Portugal, Germany, and Ghana, or is the Group of Death, in your opinion, Neil, and you're my resident soccer dude because you did play soccer at Marshall. Neil Scott is a Group D with Uruguay, Italy, Costa Rica, and England. I'd probably go with the England Italy one. And really, yeah, and I actually think that the England, um, England Germany, it, Ghana, it, uh, USA, Portugal, dude. I know Portugal's going through Germany's going through it's simple for me that that's it's easy USA is they're great and it's a bad division for them to get through but it's Portugal's going through and Germany always goes through and the other one though is you're going to have either Italy or England out cuz Uruguay's going through Okay so, well they did have a, a strong have showing a World in 2010 always Italy's got to go through. you know what I mean like it's one of those teams they might not win it but they always seem to get past the first week first two weeks so I mean they're both ter- like it's terrible and England's what do you mean? Who's who's terrible? Italy, oh, England. It's ter- ru- no, it's a rotten division for the, oh, their the, luck the of both it. of those yeah. groups are terrible. Oh yeah, just the luck of it. Because you know Germany is going through, and Portugal, I would say, was going through. I think Uruguay is going through for sure. It's in Brazil. It's going to be hot. Like this is not working out. And Italy, I think, would be the next team to go through. England shouldn't go through at all. But they and that's not because I'm Scottish. <laughs> they just seem to, <laughs> they're just not. They're not that good. I think they're overrated. But the league they play in is the best league. The Premier. Premiership yeah, is the best by league. Far. Uh, Italy's first game, or England's first game, is against Italy, and it's in this remote part of Brazil where it's going to be hot, there, hot right? and yeah. humid. Yeah. And uh, your manager, Roy, well, not your manager, but England's Roy manager, uh, manager uh, Roy Hodgson, has his work cut out for him. Um, so here's the story. So I'm at this um, freestyle soccer, the North American Freestyle Soccer Championships in Kitchener, on Sunday. And uh, my friend uh, uh, Steve Elias um, is a is a freestyle soccer dude. He was actually um, he actually filmed, was in the motion capture suit for the street soccer game uh, that came out in 2012. He was the guy, him and a and a French dude named Sion were the models that were doing all the moves for this particular game. Very very talented dudes. So I'm in the crowd mm-hmm. and I'm sitting with a soccer team, a rep soccer team of 10-year-old girls, mm-hmm. uh, the Kitchener Spirit, the under-11 girls, and it was fascinating, like, talking to 
10-year-old girls because kids in general have no filter mm-hmm. and they're very curious. And the ones that are like really outgoing will ask you a lot of questions. So people were, they were asking me questions because they didn't know who I was. And somebody, somebody said, I, I, you know, that I was famous and I'm certainly not famous. I only have a job on television. But one girl was like, are you famous? I'm like, no, I'm not famous. She's like, why do all these people know you? I said, oh, well, I work at the Foot Locker at the mall. And then she's like, that's it? <laughs> just a deadpan I doubled over laughing and this other girl she was she asked me like a million questions and one of them was like what's your what TV shows do you watch right um, and I said you know I watch all, I said I watch adult shows and she said well what your, ones are they I'm like well I watch Homeland I watch Game of Thrones <laughs> Boardwalk Empire shows with nudity and violence yeah. the shows that I watch um, and um I'm like, what do you watch? She's like, I watch. She, you know what? It, it, this is kind of the funny thing. She watches all the network shows. She's like, Two Broke Girls. She watches, um, what's the one with the nerds? The Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Uh, two, two and a Half Men. Uh, she watch, family Guy, all that stuff. Probably. No, not Family no. Guy. Didn't mention Modern Family. There's another one she mentioned. Uh, how, you, how I Met Your Mother. She watches that one. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I watch the edgy cable shows and she watches the network. So obviously because she, I don't think she would have access to the cable no. shows. Maybe not. She probably has access to, but parents wouldn't let her watch. Here's the, here's the interesting thing that about, and this one particular girl, her name was Nicole. And Nicole said, well, what's your favorite song? And I said, uh, well, my favorite song right now is Blood on the Leaves by Kanye West. She said, that's my favorite song, too. I'm like, what do you mean yeah. that's your favorite song, too? I'm like, are you allowed to listen to Kanye West? She's like, yeah. My mom and I listened to it in the car. I felt, <sighs> I, right at that moment, I was like, wow, I feel like that uh, that parent that always, like, kills the fun for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. the kids are, like, play, play fighting in the basement. And, like, you know, the mom hears a bang. And then she's like, <laughs> okay, no more play fight, no more wrestling in the basement. Like, like I'm, I felt like the fun police. Yeah. Because I was so, I was like, I don't know if there's cursing in that song. I think, I think Kanye does drop a Molly reference. Yeah. In in the song, but I was like, how do you like that whole album is got a big red X on it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, And that's the thing. Their their parents are probably mo- monitoring them from watching the shows we watch. And saying you can't watch that, but yeah, go listen to Kanye. Go listen to this. It was so weird that Jay Z and Kanye is that album. That song is amazing. That's by the best. Far, by far the best, the best song on the record. The album is not his best, but it is. I went on a rant about this the other day. I said it is, and I know you love Jay Z. I said I like Kanye better than Jay Z because he's just out there. You're talking he, about as an artist or has this last record? Both as an artist wow. and this last album. I don't think it. I thought it was better than Jay Z's, and not better per se but it's out there he started the first song just angry and he said I wanted everyone to know that because I wake up angry and he just puts it out there like it's he's so raw like the stuff he does and this album's not as great as I don't think that at all but I don't think so either that song though is unbelievable he didn't he made not one commercial hit like we talk about what Beyonce did Kanye came out and said, "I'm not going to have a hit that you could put on the radio because it's hard to put any of that on the radio." Though uh, that, that you could put, you could put "Bound 2 on yeah. the radio, the the video he did with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Um, but you're right; he didn't make any singles, and yeah. he said normally he would. He said if he started the album with "Blood on the Leaves," yeah. 
then people would have liked it more. But instead, he, sa- he started with on site, which yeah. just sounds like he said it was like this is what frustration yeah. sounds like. But it's like angry noise. It's yeah. like you're in a broken game of Tron. And like it, like it's like even it felt like Daft Punk, who I think Daft Punk yeah. produced that song. It's like they were mad, and yeah. it's like those were hard to listen to. Then I first got it. Like you're like oh, and like Blood on Leaves and stuff. But I'm like, it was hard. And and Jay Z, not saying anything's wrong with it. I I just didn't think it was his best. I just find it's um, it's more polished and commercial. And Kanye's just raw. And saying that, Kanye is here next week. That's Are you going to the concert? Yes, sir. Nice. Are you going to Beyonce too? I already saw her. I saw her at the show when she came down the stairs and fell down the stairs. What? When she was with the Destiny's Child. How and long ago was that? When they first came out. Back at my, uh, where I worked before, I used to get to see all the shows. Wait, and you're talking about like 1999 or something? No, it was like 2003 or something like that. She came, they did a big show in this long stairs and she came down and she fell and the other girls were singing still, and she got up and kept singing, but she fell. Like, there was like, <laughs> if you fall down, I hate when people tell me they fall down the stairs, and there's like three of them. That's not a fall. If there's more than like six, that's a fall down the stairs. And she came, and it was like one of those. How many stairs were there? I thought, I used to say there was about eight, but let's say there were six. And she fell, because she's wearing those platforms, and she's just smoking, like just yeah. a rocket, right? But yeah, yes, Kanye, I will be there. I went to the Kanye Jay-Z. You missed it because you're in BC. I came out to meet you. I was the guy in the suit. That suit was, <laughs> that suit jacket was off by like the third song. I got like hardcore raw. Like I was like going crazy. <laughs> I'm so upset I missed, wa- missed watch the throw. I missed it in Toronto because I was in Vancouver. And then the show came to Vancouver as I was flying back, <laughs> back to, to Toronto. Toronto. And that was their last yeah, man. one. That was the... And it was, and they did Toronto two nights. I had such a good time at it. I missed the flight the next morning to go to Vancouver to meet you. I missed. <laughs> that's my first. I think my first time as a flight. And I'm like, yeah, it's Kanye and Jay Z. Neil Scott, thank you very much uh, for coming in, my guy. Mondays always a pleasure talking with you on Twitter. It's at the Neil Scott. Get us some tickets to that Kanye show. Done. It's his favorite day. What? Could make Cabby feel this way, way My guy, my guy, my guy Talking about my guy Mondays Making his debut on My Guy Mondays But a return to the Cabby Presents podcast He is a photographer and to me, a fashion icon. His name is Glenn Baxter. And on Twitter, you can find him at Glenn Baxter T.O. Or GlennBaxter.ca. How are you, sir? I am fine. Thanks for having me again. It's Christmas season. Uh-huh. And um, you are, to me, like a Jedi because you have uh, not only an awareness, but a sensitivity and an, in- an intelligence about the female form <laughs> and uh I because like, what's that got to do with christmas i like the way you preface it by saying it's christmas what and is, then you're talking about the female form okay but this is what has to do with christmas and dudes will understand yeah, this it's shopping buying shopping. clothes for women for christmas or buying things for women for christmas which is very stressful it's very very stressful and there's so many things that take that come into play right when you're talking about uh, women now is this a, a woman that you've just been 
casually dating? Right. Are you dating more than one woman? <laughs> is this uh, someone you're living with? Is this your wife? I mean, so that's going to dictate what you're going to buy. Yeah. It, I mean, it sends a message, right? So, Glenn, like, okay. I, and, 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 then it, and then it falls into New Year's. What do you do New Year's if you're dating more than one woman? Oh, right. Yeah. You have to, yeah it's to, like Valentine's Day. These are days that you got to get out of the country <laughs> if you're kind of seeing more than one woman. But you can downplay New Year's Eve. You don't like, you'd be like, oh, I hate New Year's Eve. There's so many people, uh, New but Year's yeah, Eve yeah, sucks. But still, if you're but you seeing have to spend, someone, they're yeah, gonna, you have yeah, to, oh, yeah. yeah, let's stay home and open a bottle of champagne at the stroke of midnight. Or you could be like, oh, I have to stop at this person's place and this person's place. Then I'll be, I'll, I'll get to your party. So you can yeah. kind of, New Year's but Eve, you can sort of, you can be shady. It's the same thing with gift giving, right? Okay. Uh, you're going to, you, if you're, if you're dating and, and you're, you know, you've, you've gone on all kinds of dates with different women, you, you can't. You, you got to be careful in what you buy because it's going to send a message. You got to be careful on how much money you spend also, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so okay, so a couple of Havu, I mean, you you've been immersed in the fashion world for over a decade and uh and most notably, you know, on uh, on fashion TV. So anything fashion related, I come to you. Okay? What why are you shaking your head? I'm shaking my head because I don't think men <laughs> I don't think guys should buy women anything fashion. Really? No clothes. Mm. Unless it's like the 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 standard Lululemon pant. No. Not even a Lululemon me? pant? When you when you're talking about clothes, you, and, and Lululemon pants, Lululemon, I mean you got to know size. You can make a a huge mistake. Yeah, but you always you always go sh smaller. And then I let her <laughs> you exchange through, it. You go through her closet and her drawers and you look at the That's tags. That's if you live with her, but if you don't live with her, then you're, just, you're guessing. She's in the washroom. You're at her place for drinks and she goes to the washroom <laughs> and you, you dive into her closet to look. No, listen. But I, Glenn, but then and then you, you asked me about shoes. Yeah. Who buys women's shoes? Dude, I was just at There's Yorkdale. No way. Listen, That's crazy. I was at Yorkdale with my friend Justin this weekend and and um, Justin's like, uh, we're, you know, we're walking around in shops and stuff and... Uh, and like he likes he likes his labels he likes his brand name stuff and he threw out you know christian louboutin heels and i'm like i personally think you can't <laughs> buy shoes for a woman because it's it's the most difficult thing because shoes yeah. are so personal to women and like and and i also believe that if you buy a woman's shoes then she's going to use those exact shoes to walk out on you or that, walk all over you. Or walk all over you. However, but <laughs> women do, they love shoes. And they, they love, do love bags. shoes. But a guy is not is not clever enough to buy a woman but a you pair are, of shoes. You are? No, no, I would never do that. You wouldn't? Not to mention getting, I mean, like, I, would, I, I have trouble buying shoes for myself online because I need to try them on. Of course. I want to get the right size. Can you imagine a guy going to some mall or some store and Louboutin dropping, what, $1,000 on, on those red soles yeah. to offer to a woman? I mean, that, I, I mean that's a lot of money. And, it uh, is a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money. Nothing says love like Louboutin, <laughs> uh, right? And then I don't know. I just you need a PhD. You need a black belt in fashion to to, to venture. You're there. my guy, Glenn. No, that's why if, I'm if, if you talking buy, to you. If you want to buy something for women, I think in fashion, I think you gotta I gotta stick to maybe stuff like um, like like jewelry where one size fits all, right? And you don't have to go crazy. You know, this week, the hottest item uh, for women was that uh, necklace that Kate Middleton wore to the Mandela biopic in London. Uh, it's 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 like forty dollars. It's like thirty forty dollars from Zara. Like she's known for for the the whole you know dress up dress down thing, right? High and low. So she wore this beautiful gown to the premiere, but she wore this uh, huge bling around her neck. But the bling wasn't a million dollar you know diamond necklace. I mean, she is the you know the the Duchess of Cambridge. She could afford this kind of stuff, or or even just to borrow it for the occasion. But she she chose to wear uh, an inexpensive necklace from Zara. If you could find that necklace 
that's what you give your girl. Wow. So it's like it's it's crazy how she is like a fashion oh, icon yeah. because Absolutely. of people who she look is. to her. Absolutely, the barometer. She, they people all over the world look to her to see what she's wearing, and when she wears something that everyday ordinary people can afford. Then it's uh, like everybody, yeah. 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 So I, I just, I just, I, I punched it up and I just, I just Googled it and it's like a, it's like a four layer. Uh, it's what they, yeah, it's what they call like a statement piece, right? It's like a, a, a very noticeable. It's kind large, of a, ch- it's kind of a chunky yeah. silvery necklace. Crystals, crystals, cr- cr- yeah, crystals, as opposed to diamonds. But it's bling and it's it's beautiful and it's inexpensive and that and that you don't have to worry about size and it's not a, it's not going to break the bank, right? So I mean, jewel, so okay, but like jewelry, like do you? I and and I'm going to reference my friend Justin because he always <laughs> he always plays it safe when he buys jewelry for either his sister or the girl he's dating. He always goes to Tiffany, and I'm like, Tiffany is like the Nike of jewelry. Have you ever jewelry. been to Tiffany during the holiday season? Oh, you have to go check this out. I've been there once. Oh. I bought myself a bracelet once, but not during the holiday season. No, but season. it's like there's like 300 guys there. And, yeah, because it's so easy, around. right? They just they just like squish them in this room, and I go to see a salesperson, and she's going, "Oh no, no, I can't help you. You got to take a number. There's a three hour wait." Come on, actually, no, th- I swear to God, three hour wait. This is weeks before Christmas. It's it's like I mean I love Tiffany's right I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything negative about Tiffany's they do great business especially with men over the holidays because it's yeah. like three hour wait because we're so all thoughtless these guys, dude all these guys looking desperate in yeah, a room yeah. waiting to be served yeah so wait okay so do you I wonder I don't even know how girls they, like I mean girls they love that you know that iconic box or whatever yeah, but is it is sure. it too commonplace you know you know how like okay so for 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 people listening outside of Toronto they, they, this may not uh, make as much sense but you know how in TO everybody has a a, a a Canada goose jacket it's not it's no longer like a luxury <laughs> as I stare at yours right okay fine <laughs> yeah but you okay you have a Hugo Boss jacket whatever <laughs> Pico but but it, it seems like everybody in the city has a Canada goose jacket so it's no longer it does doesn't have the the, the cachet or yes the, yeah, the cachet yeah. of being sort of an exclusive uh, piece in your wardrobe. It's like everybody has one. Mm-hmm. I feel like with women, every girl has a Tiffany bracelet, like a tennis bracelet, or maybe a necklace with either you know that little logo thing, or or it's a heart or some kind of pendant on it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, but do you think that it's do you think that it's played out, or would women still appreciate getting something? from the upstairs at Tiffany's where they have the silver, not the downstairs where they're really <laughs> expensive stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they'd appreciate anything coming from Tiffany's. And like you said, that box, right? Uh, that box brings a smile to women's uh, faces. But I wonder if they think it's going to be Is like... Is it sponsored by Tiffany's? No, but, I'm, no you but... You should, I, should get them to sponsor yeah, right. it. Like, like the, the Cabby Presents podcast where we <laughs> talk about football, you, basketball, man. and hockey they injuries They just opened and stuff. a new store, right? They just renovated, so they're... The they one got, on Bloor Street? Yeah, they got a new one on Bloor. In Toronto, for those listening. So, Glenn, you never so we, we so got we got we got to get like taken care of now by Tiffany. Yeah, we seriously, yeah, because it's uh, it's a fair amount of people download this yeah. podcast. I will Here say. You go. Um, so you're you so you say no for buying women clothes. Yeah, for, clothes. For, no. So what do you do then? Because clothes is like obviously is a huge part of every woman's life. Yeah. Clothes. No, listen, I I am the fashion guy, and I and I've covered it for many years, but I'm not exactly a, a great uh, gift. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, but you're all rounded, Glenn. You go to so many yeah. events. You host so many events. Whenever I check on your Twitter feed, you're hosting <laughs> some gala or yeah, some yeah. charity event. Like you're always around women, dude. And yeah. you're a photographer. Yeah. That's like true. this is th- today today like right now recording this podcast is the only time you haven't been around a woman in the last 72 hours <laughs> and uh, and while watching college football on your couch uh, on Saturday and NFL on Sunday. Yeah, wow. Really you think? 
that that's how you see me, Captain. One hundred percent, dude. Wow. One hundred percent. That's a lot to live up to. Doggy, <laughs> well, I, just, I, I can I just, assure you that this weekend I was just like I glued in front of my TV and watching NCAA and NFL football. But you know, I, I'll, I'll make up for it this week. I promise. How do you feel about uh, gift cards? No, okay, gift cards. Come on. The, I, I I am not a fan of gift cards. You're not? No. Dude, they're like eliminating so many options for dudes, That's Glenn. the worst thing. The, get, the like, gift okay. card does everything for the business, the retailer. It does nothing for the card purchaser or... And even by giving that card to someone, you're basically saying, here, you go shop. Yeah, but you're t- <laughs> yeah okay, fine. That's true. Here, that is true. Here's the card. You you go buy something. But here's this, mall. here's this 100 <laughs> bucks and you are oh, going to... Well, that's better, see? I give him a hundred bucks, and that way that like, person the cash. Give him the cash. Write a check. <laughs> I, I, Nobody you know writes checks. It's, Nobody it's, writes checks. It's not Here, a great I'll, present. I'll, I'll, it's better than a gift card because at least if you're giving cash, you're saying go to any store. If you give a gift card, oh, you can only go to that store. But what if it's what if it's a store she and likes? It, well, Aritzia, Zara, give her the Holt, cash. Renfrew. Then she can go to all those stores and 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 buy whatever she wants. You know, there's I I looked up the gift card thing. Uh, there's so many things wrong with it. one. Um, 20 percent of cards are never even used. Really? It's a twenty billion dollar, uh, like, like uh, business in the United States, right? Wow. So twenty billion dollars is just profit to all these uh, uh, stores. Come 20, on, twenty billion dollars a year doesn't get spent from gift cards. That, that's just like cash in the bank, right? Wow. And the reason it, uh, retailers love it also is because it doesn't take any room in the store, right? It's just on the shelf of by the cash. No so, inventory yeah. space, of course. No retail space. So your revenue per square foot is pretty amazing. Wow, I didn't know that. And when people do go into the store with the card to redeem it, to redeem it, they spend twenty dollars more per card on average. Really? Really? So it's just a win-win-win for the retailer, but I don't think it's a great idea as far as uh, uh, gift giving. You've opened my eyes, Glenn. There you go. Because I, I, I received, I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I used one recently. I got one as a gift like a year ago or two years ago, and I, you know, I was at, I just went to Harry Rosen to get a shirt or whatever, and it, and I, I think it was for like, so I used up to about five bucks of it. And then they tried to, you know, hey, would you want to get a pair of socks? Right, right, like, right. Your socks are thirty-five dollars. I'm not paying you're lucky, thirty-five dollars for a pair of socks. <laughs> are you crazy? I'll go to Marshalls, okay, and get a three-pack for six bucks, like I did in LA last <laughs> week. Six ninety-nine for some green designer socks. I felt great about myself. I, I still have a pair of socks that I got a few Christmases ago, and uh, from from someone. And you know, like the socks and the tie thing is almost cliche for guys, or it's something you'd get your dad when you were a kid or whatever. But uh, I love those socks because, I mean, uh, as a guy, right, we buy black socks, we buy navy blue socks, and that's about it. Yeah. But these were like really nice, uh, they were like Paul Smith socks, right? So okay, Paul yeah, Smith yeah. is British designer, very fashion. And uh, I love these socks because now I can I can kind of. Do they of, have polka dots on them or like no, stripes? No, they 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 got, they got some like check uh, thing going on, but they got some <laughs> some colors that go well with some of the outfits that I wear. But I would have never bought those socks. So so I think that's kind of fun when you get gifts like that um, that you would never think of buying for yourself. But you know what? You 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 put them to good use and you enjoy them. So Glenn, what are the men of the world supposed to do? You you said no to buying clothes. You said no to gift cards. Which <laughs> you said okay. You said okay. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany's okay. Tiffany going to Tiffany's Did I okay. I'm single. But, Maybe that's why I'm so yeah, single. Yeah, but you're an assassin, <laughs> dude. Why? Like what? I listen. Uh, I was just on a flight from uh, Toronto to LA. I I went to a Nike event and I and I spent some time with Kobe Bryant on the plane. Name name dropping, right? Okay, Ooh, but uh, nice. I, but not on your level. I've never partied Kobe in Ibiza and woken up two days later. Hey, you get to hang with Kobe. Who else can say that? It's pretty good, dude. 
I would. There's not too many. There's not too many uh, Kobe Bryant's in this world. Fine. There's only fine. There's only one Ibiza. Okay. <laughs> how, how many times have you have you actually like hung out or or interviewed or or seen like been with Kobe? Uh, I've interviewed lot, right? way more times than I've hung out with him. So even at the Nike thing, I didn't does hang he, out with him. I spent some time. When he sees time. you, does he know like your name right off the yeah, bat? Yeah, he calls or? me Cabster. That's that's pretty amazing. And I call him Bean. Bean. Like, Bean. That's his middle name. Okay. Kobe Bean Bryant. Nice. Um, and his dad was his his dad's nick his name his dad's name is Joe Bryant and his nickname was Jelly Bean Bryant. So then he gave <laughs> his son Bean. Um, but uh, that's pretty cool. But okay, on the flight. From Toronto to Los Angeles was a movie called Gangster Squad, okay? And I don't want to talk about the movie specifically, but I want to relate the idea of Gangster Squad to you, Glenn Baxter, because you have a gangster place and being as though you are single and you host probably a hundred events in the city of Toronto, <laughs> all and all but the certain kind of events like the even the invitations are very like even the invitations cost like 60 bucks to print like they're very exclusive events that you host <laughs> i'm kind of professionally jealous but anyway and the fact that you're you're single uh and you're as nice as you are and you're always I dipped should, in I the should finer come, I finer things uh, glenn you, i'm telling you you are a gangster and it's the kind of gangster you move in silence and violence like biggie small said you know, uh, in the in the song called the Ten Crack Commandments, you know, um, he says, uh, you know, bad boys move in silence and violence. Take it from your highness. But anyway, nice. I'm just giving you some props, Glenn. Well, I appreciate that. So, what are the men of what are the men of the world supposed to do? Men that listen to the Cabbie Presents podcast and the My Guy Mondays edition of the Cabbie Presents podcast, what are they supposed to do for their ladies, Glenn? Like. Uh, you know, it, gift cards are so easy because you can just get yeah. a gift card to a mall. I think, I think when you start going out with someone or you start spending time with someone, you have to like really kind of pay attention. But we don't, Glenn. It's not in our DNA. We're terrible listeners. Well, listen, We're really sensitive. There's still a few days left till Christmas. Uh, true. Guys out there, when when your 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 lady friend speaks, just pay attention. She says something or she's online or she's on her smartphone and something grabs her attention. You just got to like and then you zero in on it. And then you block everything else and you get her something or the equivalent of that thing. And and then and then you you're yeah okay so here here's, here's I mean, that's the best advice I can I can give you know I can buy a gift basket or buy I mean as far as fashion goes yeah I wouldn't buy any clothes I wouldn't buy certainly shoes um, I mean clutches and purses are tough there's so there's what, there's so much choice out there what if you're dating a, a a woman who's like very athletic she's into yoga she's in she has an active lifestyle. You know, what if, you know, if, if you can't, if you don't know the colors that she, either the blue or the pink or the green or the purple that she likes, but she, you know, she goes to yoga, she does spin classes or, or, you know, in the new year, everybody's like, okay, I'm going to get back in shape. Yeah. And, that, and that's for guys too. Oh, dude. Oh, man. I've been just been eating like an absolute rhinoceros. No, and it gets worse, right? As soon as you start doing the family thing. And then there's so many Christmas parties from so now many, and so, so many. And and what happens is for me every year is the you know you cross that line and then you just give up and then you just eat anything and everything because you've already done it. Yeah. So it's all I it's guess. over. And and then they need to sweat it out. Yeah, January yeah. one, January two. You know that, get that to box the gym. of chocolate is there. The the bowl of nuts and my then thing the, is the, the cheese chips, plate. And then the the cheese plate is With there. The and crack. then the big oh. meal and then the dessert comes and then you're drinking more often and then yeah and then the damage is done and then you just kind of you just give up and then but then 
right? Come January, you got to you got to go like it's time to yeah. you got to turn it up, yeah. turn up. You, you really do. It's time to go. Yeah, because you, there's a price to pay, and then you got to really uh, kind of make an effort to 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 get back to where you were before the the yeah, before, <laughs> before the gluttony. The, binging, the gluttony. Um. So okay, here's here's something, Glenn. Um, as a photographer. Uh, and I'll ask you how Instagram has changed your life or your your I profession. Just started, yeah, I started this summer going on Instagram. Glenn Baxter T.O. There it is. Um, <laughs> I like that you, you, you got to keep Twitter and Instagram and Vine, all those things the same. You're, just an, keep you're a ninja on social media, my friend. Not a ninja. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of a gas bag. But, uh, <laughs> um, okay, but, okay, when I'm on the book of faces, okay, and I'm just creeping because I'm a creep. Uh, and I'm just on my news feed just looking at you know pictures and stories and so okay then every once in a while Pinterest comes up so I'll go to Pinterest and there are thousands of outfits and accessories and and I look at Pinterest I'm like okay this is very popular with women so is Instagram women love pictures you're urging men to pay attention okay so maybe I'm paying attention to you know my girls Pinterest page, or if, you know, if you're to your dude in Vancouver, you're paying attention. To your girl's and Pinterest, isn't your that Instagram. a great advantage? Social media, where we can actually go and have a look. And but see Glenn, what, yeah. those things they never tell you what they are. Like you'll see an outfit. You, the girl likes the outfit, but you're not sure what part of the here, outfit she here, loves. Here's what you do, though. You bring you bring your smartphone with that picture to some store in uh, in the mall. You go to the salesperson. And you go. Do you have anything like this? But well, you don't know which part of the thing. It, maybe it's the boots. Or maybe it's the clutch, or maybe it's the skinny jeans, or maybe it's the blazer, maybe it's the necklace. <laughs> That's maybe why it's I the, say stay hmm. away from the fashion. Okay, gift. stay away. Okay, fine. Okay, stay away from fashion altogether. And never, never buy shoes for women. I don't know if anybody does. I don't know if anybody does because that's you have to be very confident in yourself and your. You have to be confident in your knowledge of your woman's likes and dislikes. Yeah, I mean, you don't buy makeup for women. Oh, true. No. But what if you bought a fifty dollars gift card to Mac? We went over the gift card thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, fine. Jeez. Okay, fellas, no gift cards, no fashion <laughs> stuff. Uh, okay, okay, about Instagram. Because you're a photographer, how much would you, and I think this would be, this is one of my harebrained ideas, and I don't know <laughs> if there's, this is probably not ethical, um, but if but if Instagram were to, were to start selling, like, hey, for for one hour, your photo will be on the popular page. How much would you be willing to spend? Would you pay Instagram to have on their popular page? Because there are millions of users that hit that, you know, that little globe kind of spiky globe icon on their phones and that takes them to when they're just is that the explore one the explore button yeah 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 and then you see that that grid it's usually yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the guys so what, it's either the that? guys from one direction <laughs> or it's just a, like if, if it's 16 photos three of them will be of a guy in one direction another three <laughs> will be some woman you've never seen you've no idea who it is you click on a picture and all and, of a sudden yeah. she has 120,000 followers and how do those pictures end up on on that explore i don't page? know dude mm, mystery yeah i don't, I know, don't know i guess it's just a, a spike in travel like so many yeah, yeah. so many people have to, i think it's like you have to have like so it's not a random. couple thousand okay. likes in a short amount wow. of time it spikes and that's how you appear on the popular page imagine you can give that as a gift 
and 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 it's like it's a, so it's you see your buddy or like a or a, your business or or your lady you can give that gift for like an hour or two hours and she sees it and she gets the alert your page your picture has made it to the popular page because so many women spend so much time on there a that picture w- of you and her like, no no not of me it could a, be a, no it could be her embrace honestly right? it could be her friggin nails her, her toenails <laughs> and she puts little a little sun in the design or something like that you're giving this a lot of thought yeah, well cool. yeah. I'm, I'm just a, I'm an idiot how much would okay you Glenn you take photos it's part of one of your passions how much is that worth to you? Yeah, but I take I take photos for charity. I've, I've, I've fine, but yeah. okay, but it's still worth something to you. And the pictures that I then the, the, the pictures that are on my Instagram are taken with a little you know camera phone. They're not exactly like you know photographs. Everybody that, takes it with camera phones. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, unless it's unless it's the Nat Geo account or GoPro or whatever. There are a bunch of them that have actual you know guys with SLRs taking photos and all that sort of thing. I but do. You, are I you do gonna follow, give me? I do follow National Geographic on Twitter. Yeah. though. Right? it's good. On, on, on Twitter, on Twitter yeah. not on Instagram. But then sometimes they redirect you right to their website. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Are you gonna give a dollar amount, Glenn? I don't know. What, what, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Five hundred bucks. Yeah, sure. Would you five hundred? I'd probably do five hundred bucks. I'd have to choose the photo carefully, though. I like why would I want it up there? Why that particular one? Right. And and what do I hope to get out of it? I don't know. Just a a, a spike in. But followers. maybe the algorithm. Maybe the thing is, yeah, yeah. You could submit submit it, and then it's like you just get like you know instantly five thousand likes, which is what I'll get after this podcast, right? <laughs> yes. That's what you told me before we. Yes, uh, at Glenn Baxter <laughs> T O. Glenn Baxter T O. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna G-L-E-N-B-A-X-T-E-R-T-O. I don't follow you yet on Instagram, but I will as soon as I get my phone. I follow you. Okay, well, I'm going to follow you <laughs> as soon as I get my phone after we record this. But so, I like Instagram because, you know, you don't have to, like, rack your brain. Sometimes you just post a picture with absolutely no caption, right? Just, oh, yeah. And uh, as opposed to Twitter where, you know, sometimes it, sometimes I just post something on Twitter and, it's, and Instagram, right? Because you can redirect. Yeah. yeah. See, but you just post a link. You say nothing about it. No um, comment. I, I, you know what? Sometimes that's all. It's uh, a good idea at 2 in the morning. When you hit that send button, just don't write anything. <laughs> just put the picture. I don't know if anything's a good idea to yeah, right. to put, to put publicly. No, you're right. You're right. Last thing, uh, I was just talking to a friend on the weekend, and um, she was telling me she was boiling mushrooms. Okay, boiling mushrooms for hours, and just kept rehydrating the pot. And it was this kind of like mushroom paste or mushroom something. Not not the 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 special. Mushrooms. No no, no not okay, not okay. the not the ones laced with. Uh, not the ones that are a big hit in Muskoka every summer. <laughs> in or Muskoka or, or in high school. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere on earth, uh, not those kind of mushrooms, um, because she was told that it's like super healthy to 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 then make this tea, this mushroom tea. And I'm like, this is one of these ridiculous fads that you have bought into because you everything. To some, not everything, but there are so many popular for fifteen second yeah, concoctions yeah, yeah. that yeah. people. Oh, the, the and, acai you know, berry is it's the new health craze. Or and you know what else is funny? The same same thing is all those uh, different fitness uh, gizmos you can buy over the holidays. There's like infomercials for the latest fitness yes. contraption that yeah. ends up under. There's always a new Bowflex. Yeah. Like how many more bulk yeah. flexes can they make? And it's the same commercial you see over and over again. It's just a different apparatus that you'll use for like three days and then yeah. put under the bed in the closet or in the garage, right? It's so ten same, minute abs, yeah, then it's nine yeah, minute abs, yeah. then it's eight minute abs, exactly. and it's a seven minute workout. And it comes with a DVD, and then there's the before and after picture, blah blah blah. It's the same thing with diets, right? Have you heard? Okay, you being a, you being in a in a particular industry uh, industry, yeah. have you heard like what's have you heard any weird ones recently? The weirdest one I heard uh, recently was actually Eddie Murphy's daughter. 
What? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's a model. She's like 23, 24. She's is she, is she, she's gorgeous. Is she? She oh, probably yeah, looks like her, her mom because Eddie's wife was like yeah. model hot. Yeah, she's she's beautiful. Um, and she was on um, Good Morning America, GMA, uh, this summer. And she's all, you know, she's she's done LA Fashion Week, which is a pretty big one in the States. And, um, and, is and it she bigger w- than New York Fashion Week? No, 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 no. New York, New York's one of the top four, right? You got Milan, London, uh, Paris, and, and New, New York. York. Okay, so those yeah. are, uh, New York's considered one of the four fashion capitals. But the States also has Miami, which is mostly swimwear. It's called Mi- Miami Swim, mm-hmm. which is also a world-class event. And then you got LA. LA is kind of smaller, but it's obviously got a lot of, uh, celebrities in the front row. So I know she's walked uh, the runway for LA Fashion Week and her dream is to be a Victoria's Secret model, which is a possibility at, at, at her age. And Shout out to Adriana looks. Lima. Boom. Okay, yeah. No, I love her. Oh, uh, I've got top, all her Top albums. five dead or alive. <laughs> but she was explaining about... Did you say I got all her albums? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. But uh, so so uh, Bria Murphy is talking about uh, the industry and the, the, you know, the stress that a lot of the women face and uh, the drugs and, and the, the, you know, eating disorders that come with the industry to look a certain way. And she talked about this crazy diet that I had never heard of before called the cotton, bowl, uh, cotton bowl, ball diet. What? So apparently some of these uh, young models, in order to stay super thin and to not eat or overeat, uh, get cotton balls, dip them in like juice, orange juice or whatever, and ingest them, eat them. And it, it kind of gives you, I guess, a feeling that uh, you're full, so you don't eat anymore. Does cotton expand in, in liquid or, or well, what? cotton. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it, Are you supposed to eat cotton? No, no, no. It, it, uh, it's not digestible. It's not, no. It, it's, and, imagine and, a, and it's got, you know, you, the fibers of the cotton can, I, I'm sure, cause some serious health problems. Uh, not to mention malnutrition. There isn't too many uh, nutrients in cotton. No, but no. That, that's, I think, the craziest one I've ever heard. Wow, that is insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember going to a, a party in Spain once. And, uh, this it was is already amazing. No, it was like, Bar- no, it was Barcelona or Madrid and it was some event and then some band playing, whatever, whatever. And I'm talking to these models, right? And they're, they're young. I mean, they're awesome. And they're, but you know, <laughs> and then the guy, the, the guy's going around with trays of sandwiches, right? Probably like, you know, ham sandwiches. Right. Uh, that's big in, in yeah. In, in, jamon, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cured meats. That's big in Spain. <laughs> Huge. Anyways, uh, I turn my head, the girls are gone and I look on the speakers, all the buns. Are left behind so so the models are were only interested in, in the meat and, and then they leave all, all the bread behind I mean that, that was pretty uh, pretty funny um, it's other, pretty telling of like but yeah, those poor girls they're, 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 and and really it's unbelievable what what they're told to do so wait, what wait, they but go they, through but they did the, eat the meat though. they did eat the that's, that's what they wanted <laughs> they, they wanted they, that meat they, yeah yeah they focused on the meat <laughs> Um, no, but it, it's a tough industry. And even like I talk to women now who are much older and who have careers and they look back at their days at modeling and it's affected them even to this day and, and their eating habits. And, uh, because they're told by their agencies, they're told by the casting directors, you know, you, you got to lose weight and that's okay. If you're starting out and you're 16 years old and you're six feet, six foot tall, right? Uh, you are going to be thin a lot of, you know, you go to a lot of shows and people criticize the models, but you got to keep in mind that these girls are teenagers and at that age, at 5'11", you are going to look that way. But there are some other you know, women who do have eating disorders, and it is obvious, and, it, and it's a shameful part of the industry. And, uh, and, and it will affect women for the rest of their lives. On Twitter and newly to Instagram. Glenn Baxter Tio. Yeah, and, and on Facebook, too. Glenn Baxter Tio. Glenn Baxter Tio. <laughs> Thank you for... Uh, no, I, you, you have a gift. <laughs> and you keep giving us some some gold. No, thanks, so thank you. <laughs> thanks for having me. I know you want to. I know you want me to go down the dirty path, <laughs> right? But I like to keep it clean. 
Thank you for listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast.